Hi, I'm Mark Jelena, Associate PTM Director at University of Central Florida Rosen, and you're listening to the PTM Podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode 15 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports U. I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTMer known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Well, today I've got a special guest, Associate PTM Director Mark Jelena over at the University of Central Florida Rosen campus, and he's going to talk to us about how to handle different levels of players in the same lesson. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little story first. It's story time with Coach Mick. All right, so I remember very vividly I had this group of students. They were both kind of high-performance groups but different ages. I had one group that was more like 10th grade through 12th grade high school-level students, and I had another group that was more like 8th and ninth grade students. And the parents in the lower class wanted me to have that class join the players in the upper class. And I knew the levels, they weren't quite there yet, but the parents insisted that we combine the classes and it worked better for the times and that day was better we wanted they wanted to move their class to the day that the other class was and because they had other stuff going on supposedly is what they told me so i said okay we'll do that i knew it wasn't going to work well so i moved these five kids to the other class that had five kids in it we had an extra court so now we're on two courts didn't go that well and actually what happened was upper level kids when you're the better player obviously when i bring in five players that aren't better than you you think the class level is going to go down. Now, the parents who were with the lower level players, they were happy because their kids were playing with the better players. But the problem was the better players didn't want to be in that class. So basically what I ended up doing is moving those kids up, but taking the top five kids and moving them to a different day. And then my backup was to the parents just saying, hey, look, you said this was a better day. We got you on this day. And those guys just weren't really fired up about having those players in the class, so they all wanted to drop out of that class. And it was just a kind of a bad situation. But let's tie that in with our special guest today. And now, this week's special guest. Well, I have the pleasure of sitting here with Mark Jelena, who is the Associate Director of PTM at the University of Central Florida Rosen Campus. Mark, thanks for being here. Thanks, Mick. Thanks for having me. And uh, today we're going to talk about how to handle different levels of players on the court. You know, it's always nice if you had a three-court class or a five-court class and everybody was the same level, but that's not always the case, is it? No, that's not always the case. So you're going to give us some tips on, as teachers, what we can do to keep those programs going and not to create any divisions because of the player differences, correct? Correct. All right, so let's get started, Mark. One of the uh, biggest frustrations for pros, especially young pros, is when the talent level is a little bit different they, they try out there to run the best clinic that they can, but then the talented players are angry if it's not run right, and then they decide they're not going to come back the next time you have a class. It's going to be very important, number one, to uh, have a very creative practice plan. You've got to take the weakest players, and you've got to add on some challenges. So you might have to have them counting ground strokes or doing little exercises that are a little bit easier because they're not as strong as the better players. Then you've got your middle group. You've got to raise up their expectations and focus on leaving the bottom group behind. You want to make sure that middle group is stronger than the other group. Leave them behind so they can take on the super athletic players that are ahead of them. And then you've got the third group 
the strongest players, you better be having them do a lot of competitive drills and tell them, hey, I want you to come out here and dominate that second group and, and make it a challenge for them because that second level group, they're going to be better than the first group, but we definitely want to make sure the strongest players are the big shots of the day and you want to make them feel very good about themselves. You'll build with what you have been given and you don't want to leave anyone behind. Everyone has to have a good time in that clinic. Personally, have them all challenged while they're still having a good time and a lot of fun. Yeah, so the ultimate goal is going to be, well, the ultimate goal would be to have three different groups, but sometimes that's just not the case. It's not going to work based on either court times or numbers of players or pros or whatever. So, Or they might be, let's say, high-performance players, but you got uh, four high-performance players that are in like 16s and 18s, and you got four other high-performance players that are you know close, but they're in like the 14s, and you got some other real good tournament players that are you know, maybe 12 or whatever. So they're kind of stuck in their own group. You know? And you mentioned one thing there was that you wanted it to the top group saying you really want to give it to that second group and take, you know, take control of the points or whatever. But I remember too, that's always a good time to say, Hey, if you're playing somebody that you feel like you're a lot better than instead of get all down on yourself, say, you know what, now is a good time to work on your serve and volley because that's something that you normally wouldn't do. And it's something you need to develop. And for a lot of these upper level players, they can't develop that in a tournament so they usually need to start with a lower level player. I mean, think of Agassi when he was one in the world, then he got hurt, remember, and he went to 141. And then what did he do? He went back to the challengers and started playing those just to work on his skills against a lower level player. So he was confident against the upper level player. So that makes a lot of sense. If he worked his way back. Now, one thing I want to mention also is if you're one of the pros be ready. You're going to have to work with all three of those levels. A mistake a, a lot of uh, top coaches make is they just stay up there with the better players and they don't move down with the weaker players and the middle players. Uh, I think it's important to make yourself available to all players in your group and mix it around. Right. Plus, especially with juniors, because those upper level players are only going to be there for a couple more years and they're gone. Then the lower level players are going to go, well, he didn't pay attention to me two years ago. Thanks a lot. And they might not be there. So, yeah, great point. This can be done, but it's, it's not an easy task. And hopefully you can uh, have that creative lesson plan and everyone can have a real good time on the courts. Well, Mark, those are some great points in terms of working with different levels of kids. And I think every pro gets caught in that situation sometimes to where, like we said in the uh, in the story today, and hopefully you can do a lot better job than what happened in my group. But we just want to say thanks a lot for being here on the podcast. And we hope you can join us again. But if someone wants to learn more about you or University of Central Florida, what can they do to get a hold of you? They could email me at Mark, M-A-R-C dot Jelena, G-E-L-I-N-A, at UCF dot E-D-U. Well, thanks a lot, Mark, and we're looking forward to next time on the podcast. Thanks, Coach Mick. Well, that wraps it up for Episode 15 of the PTM Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Mark Jelena. And remember, when you have groups of varying levels, creativity will go a long way in keeping them engaged and challenged. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area. Either way, go to ptmprograms.com and RSU will get you started. And don't forget, there's a huge need for quality coaches and RSU wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry. 
And as always, if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast, please share with them and thank you in advance for your support. Well, I'm Coach Mick and I want to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the PTM Podcast.